Oh my gosh, it's been such a great week here at the Foxworthy Podcast. This is number four. I'm at the end of my last edit here, and I feel great. We got it all done. We'll have one more on Monday with the Survivor 35 Hustlers preview, but for now, here is the Survivor 35 Healers preview. We also dropped the Heroes preview on Monday, and the season starts next Wednesday, so get ready. We also have two Denis 2049 podcasts this week. Prisoners came out Tuesday, Enemy came out Thursday, both from 2013, and only two movies left, Sicario and Arrival, and then Blade Runner 2049, October 6th, so thanks for following along with that, and get ready for a new Foxworthy season, pretty much, as Survivor gets ready to start. Oh man, guys, I'm just excited, it's an exciting time, it's good, it's good. Go subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. Do just, you know what? Just tell me that you like it. Tell me that you don't like it. I've been a writer for years now, so I can take criticism. I'll be fine. Just let us know. We'd love to find ways to make it better, make it make it worse. <laughs> and yeah, get ready for the new season of Survivor. So I hope you'll do that with us. And... I hope you'll keep listening, and I hope I'll stop saying end as many times as I do. All right? Enjoy our Healer's Preview. Survivor. Foxworthy Podcast. I'm Taylor Gaines. And I'm Ty Commons. <laughs> there he is, Ty Commons, live from Crimson Tideland. Oh man. It's been it's been a definite transition going it's from been. Gator Gator. Now, country. Now, 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 now. <laughs> it's been one week. <laughs> what? I can't remember the words. <laughs> <laughs> it's been more than one week, but uh it's yeah, definitely Ty been abandoned a us for the hurricane here. I know, yeah. We, I mean, we didn't even talk about that. I went through a major change in my life. I don't know if this is going to make the podcast, but I went through a major change in my life. <laughs> I moved a state away. I didn't have to go through Hurricane Irma, which is a blessing. And uh, now I live and work in Huntsville, Alabama, which may be way too specific, but there you go. <laughs> Basically, none of my podcast partners live anywhere near me anymore. So today we're going to preview part two of our Survivor 35 Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers podcast series. I'm going to do that every time. This time, it's the Healers Tribe. As Survivor lore has it, this is the tribe that brought everything together. Was that a good probes impression or no? Um, I'm going to say it was awful, (laughs) if you want me to be honest. But uh, yes, it is a valid point. This is definitely the tribe that uh, Jeff talks about kind of cemented the theme they had for this season it's just so funny the way they're forced to think (laughs) in order to create the show it's like you could see heroes and you could see hustlers and and we needed another h word it had to be an h word (laughs) or else we couldn't pitch it to the network and then it's like oh healers it's got a a a doctor a nurse uh we'll we'll get into it there's six of them here but 
here, heroes, healers, hustlers. These are the healers. I do I, have a, a quick quote I want to throw out there. Is that okay? Before yeah, we get go into for it. it. Not, not the best segue, but I'm working on them. Jeff Probst was talking about how this team brought it together. And when he was saying it, what he said was, I think positive qualities in Survivor 15 years ago, I don't know how that would have played. But you really saw in the Millennials vs. Gen X season this idea that we can play a cutthroat game, high stakes, human poker, but we're still bros. In fact, if you beat me, I'll vote for you in the end. So it's kind of like the evolution of the game where people are out there um, and they are trying to be kind. So when he was getting this tribe together, he was like, yeah, that is going to work. That's kind of where the viewership's at. I love that idea. I, I, or I love that perspective because Millennials vs. Gen X is the best season they've put out in the last five or six just because of how fun it was. Mm-hmm. And I would love if this tribe was anything like that. That would be super fun to get personalities that you can see they're playing as hard as they can, but at the end of the day, they'll respect the person that voted them out, and they won't throw have a throwaway, bitter kind of vote. I should have mentioned in the first preview podcast, too, that we're back on Fiji again. I guess they're just going to stay on Fiji until the show gets canceled now. I assume it's just a way to save money and, and stay in one place, every, keep everything set up all year round. I think but, Jeff just lives at Ponderosa now, so he's like, guys, come over to my house. It'll be fun. Yeah. But yeah, let's get into the Healer's Tribe. Soko. Soko. S-O-K-O. I'm going to go alphabetical order by last name, as I did the first time. First up, 29-year-old from Louisville, Kentucky, Jessica Johnston. Jessica, 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 Jessica. I'm not going to do the announcer voice every time, but she's a nurse practitioner my impression of her from our podcast, I've heard her on the first one out podcast from Josh Wiggler, which I mentioned in the first episode that we did from The Hollywood Reporter. She just strikes me as very enthusiastic and very positive and very charming. And I think she's probably going to be my crush for this season. Is that OK? Yeah, that's OK. I mean, Aubrey might have something to say about it, but, you know, she's kind of old news now. She's been on it twice. She still hasn't answered your stalker tweets and your stalker Facebook messages. So you, it's time to move on. I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah, Jessica's one of my favorites in general. I, I just her energy is infectious. She seems mm-hmm. like that kind of person. And there is a fun quote from her. Let me find it real quick. OK, so. One of the things Josh Wiggler does, which I mentioned in the first podcast, is he shows a picture of each person to every member of the show and gets their impression based solely off the picture. So one thing that does happen is he shows each person their own picture and they have, you know, a cheesy reaction or whatever. He showed Jessica her picture and she was just like, oh, my gosh, is that my picture? That's me. That would be me. And (laughs) he's like, oh, so you're a fan. And then she's like, I'm a fan of the show. Can I be honest? I'm so joyful in my nature. I'm about to explode. Everyone else is like, I know they're all excited, but sometimes I just find myself grinning like a freak. And I'm like, oh, man, I got to put my headphones in so they at least think I'm listening to the podcast. Uh, even though I'm not, I'm just grinning at the fact that I made freaking Survivor. It's, it's just priceless. If my life ended after Survivor, I think I could go to heaven and be like, Jesus, you did it. God, you turned everything good like you promised. And then... <laughs> The reporter goes, that's awesome. He'd, he'd probably be like, I saw your season. It was pretty good. <laughs> and, and she goes, yeah, I, he'd probably be like, that's why I just brought you up here. I couldn't hold back anymore. 
Yeah, that's funny. Um, Jessica, you seem to have a big impression with her. I did not do nearly as much um, research as our podcast guru, Taylor. But I actually was just even keel on her. She just seemed like that person who, you know, I could take her, I could leave her. I I didn't have a big impression on whether I'd want um, to draft her or whether I thought she was going to last for a long time. Um, she's just not the biggest character, but it sounds like she is a big character. I just wasn't checking the right sources. <laughs> and speaking of not the biggest character, my favorite JP Hilsebeck actually had some objectifying things to say. Also <laughs> another great looking girl. Don't know too much about her. It'll be great to get to know her. We'll see where it goes and things like that. And then the reporter said, are you single? Will anyone be mad if you're flirting out here? And uh, he said, I'm single. Nothing back home. It's all part of the game. Use it to your advantage and whatnot. Um, Cole Metters from the Healers Tribe, who we'll talk about in a minute, also described her as a showmance contender. So got some great Mm. guys on this season. (laughs) Hmm, this might be some love brewing. That being said, in my favorite feature of the preview podcast, what does Simone say? <laughs> Quote, she's obviously super hot, but I also have a feeling that she's probably a math teacher or a physicist because she's counting constantly. There's never a time when you see her where she's not inspecting other people and she's trying to lay low, but it's really hard when you're that good looking. Oh, and your girl Ashley from the Heroes Tribe said that Jessica appears to be strong, but still very kind of prissy. You know, cheerleaders, I get a cheerleader vibe from her. Cheerleaders can be strong, I guess. But I don't know how she's going to do on an island. I've seen her check her makeup already five times today, and it's like, it's going to be washed away pretty quickly. What What do you got under there? <laughs> oh, no. Some I love infighting already. Yeah. I mean, she is attractive. You can say that without objectifying her, right? Am I turning into an objectifier? I think that's fine. I think that's fine. I don't um, know. We're probably the wrong people to ask. <laughs> maybe so maybe so but um yeah Simone, I by just, the way is from the hustlers tribe if i didn't mention that we'll talk about her in the next preview we will but yeah jessica didn't leave a big impression from the sources i gathered so <laughs> speaking of not leaving a bit of big impression at least initially for me when i first saw a video of him cole metters i'm skipping one i'll come back in a second cole metters from the healers tribe 24 years old little rock arkansas a wilderness therapy guide. Have you ever heard of those? I've never heard of those, but it instantly made me want to become one. So Now, everyone describes him as a Greek god, basically. And I will say that in the cast picture, he appears to have an eight-pack. And one person also described him as, as having muscles on his toes. So, <laughs> watch out. Yeah, Mr. Eight-Pack himself. I will... I. I kind of did some more research because his his job interested me. Despite, I'm going to say, I think his Greek god physique could actually be one of his biggest problems out there because that can get you in a lot of trouble because either people can be threatened or you can try and flirt with the women and then they can just know you're trying to use your physique for that point of reference but he seemed like a genuinely like nice dude who just happens to be jacked yeah he actually does he he struck me as like a j type when i first heard him kind of like bland but sort of a fan favorite kind of fun Mm -hmm. and i got more interested in him when uh josh wiggler did a series does a 
question on his first one out podcast where he asks everyone to do two truths and a lie, like a little icebreaker game, which is usually, you know, I have a dog. I was born in England. I had eggs for breakfast this morning. Like those are the things people usually come up with. But his two truths and a lie were, I once got struck by lightning while running a 100K. I once killed a shark and then ate it in the ocean. And I once slept on a cliff in the middle of the night after getting stuck while rock climbing. And I was like, oh my god. (laughs) This guy actually seems really interesting. Yeah, some people just have full lives. They have the lives that normal people like you and I who sit behind a microphone want to lead. And I think... (laughs) I do. Uh, he was he was super interesting to me. I don't I don't know where or how far he's gonna make it in the game. I think, but he might be one of my fan favorites from my quick first impression. What did Simone say? Quote: He's so hot. He is so good looking, and he knows that he is good looking, and he's trying to play it off like he doesn't know that he's good looking, and he's trying to be a boy scout. I know he sees me seeing him. I'm far from home. It's nice to look at. I'm going to keep him around. I'm going to keep him around. She already thinks she's the power player. We'll get to her. She's got to be the last person we I know. We'll <laughs> build up to her. <laughs> Next up on the Healer's Tribe, we have Rourke Luskin, 27 years old, from Little Rock, Arkansas. Sorry, Cole is from Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm looking at the wrong note. Uh, Rourke is from Palo Alto, California, a social worker. Yeah, uh, I guess she does a little bit of therapy went to school for a while. She considers this her study abroad trip that she never had. Survivor study abroad, she said. Yeah, she, um, I, I can't remember exactly why. Um, and I didn't write it down because I'm not the best note taker. But I do, I have a little minus mark next to her name as far as uh, my draft order. So I don't think she is going to be the best. I do remember she said she's very goal-oriented, and I'm wondering if that means she won't mesh with people because she was only worried about the game and getting far, which, you know, you have to, you always have to walk that fine line nowadays of you can't overplay, but at the same time, you can't underplay because you need the alliances with all the people. So I'm wondering if she's kind of kind of fit into that category. Yeah, she kind of struck me as like a Hannah Aubrey type, mm-hmm. kind of like really into the game, kind of outcast from everyone else but you know pretty cool if you actually talk to her but the impressions everybody had based off her picture were pretty similar kind of uncomp everyone thought she looked unconfident and quiet and i don't know i I don't think she has a good vibe going for her from the gate simone thinks she's probably going to trip on something i see her tripping all the time i don't know if it's an act or whatever but she definitely doesn't seem to be connecting with either the cool people or the misfits she might be able to hang out with um, our mom candidate from the last tribe, which was, let me go back real quick, Chrissy. It's either Chrissy or Katrina. Yeah, Chrissy. She may be able to connect with Chrissy if they both make it to the merge. <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear our Heroes preview where we talk about Alan Ball, Ben Dreberg, and J.P. Hilsebeck, Chrissy Hoffbeck, Ashley Nolan, and Katrina Radke, go check that out. It's the episode right before this. But next up, number four on the Healer's Tribe. We have Joe Mina, 34 years old, from Connecticut, a probation officer. And he's just here to secure the bag. Yeah, Joe, I really liked Joe. I like that his honesty, he had a feel, I can't, I can't praise him as high as Boston Rob, but maybe like 
maybe like in a junior way where he's going to he's going to tell you the way it is and he's going to do it but he might do it in a way he might be a leader that has the ability to lead people and have people want to follow with him for a long time. I think that's kind of the impression he's given off. You know, he talks about how his manipulation of manipulators, that was, that was one of the key things he's talking about, is going to be a strong asset he has out here. Asset. I don't know if I enunciated that word enough. Um, I think he's going to be able to play very well for a while in this season. See, my impression of him was that he's going to play way too hard. Like, he seems like a weird mix of personality between Tony Vlachos and, like, Rodney Lavoie or whatever. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Rodney. Uh, he seems like a mix of those kind of, like, New York, like, cool guys who were, like, no BS, man. Like, I'm just here to win the money. And, like, I- I'm just... He-, he seemed like... I didn't get much from him as a character other than, like, I'm here to win... I just want to win kind of vibe. And everyone in the comments described him as, he reminds me of Tony. He looks like Tony. Maybe it's just because he's bald, but I think he's going to be like Tony. So (laughs) we'll see what happens with him. Next up, Desi Williams, 27 years old, from Peachtree City, Georgia, a physical therapist. And like Ben Driebergen on the Heroes Tribe, I believe she is the one that I read the most comments of people saying she's the biggest threat. Yeah, I think that is very accurate. I'm uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. I think she, you know, just from the quick look, I would say she's number one as far as biggest threat um, because I think she's going to be able to handle so many different aspects of the game well. Her one, her one negative that she talked about herself was she's not like an outdoorsy person, but David Wright wasn't an outdoorsy person. Everybody loved him, you know, like he got over that. I think she's going to get out there. She might have a little panic attack to start with, but then I think she's going to hit the ground running and carry this game for a while. Yeah, I mean, she's jacked, and she seems really smart, and she's attractive, and Jeff was blown away by her, apparently, and everyone in the first impressions are like, wow, she seems awesome. So I think people really just are going to like her. Other than Ashley from the Heroes Tribe, pretty much every comment was positive. Even Simone said, uh, I'm going to stay on her good side, and if I ever have to wrong her, it's got to be a blind side. (laughs) So I think people are intimidated by her. I think she's one of my favorites of the whole thing. And what I was just referring to, by the way, Ashley said, I'm never intimidated. (laughs) It's funny, when you start a sentence by saying I'm never intimidated, but then sound like you're really intimidated. Um, I'm never intimidated by another female physically because I'm so sure of myself in every way physically that especially with this game, this environment, there's no one that's going to be able to touch me. But she looks incredibly strong, but I don't know how useful it's going to be out here. She looks like she might be some kind of bodybuilder or something like that, but that's just dead weight, honestly. So I don't know. I don't I don't know about her. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, one thing that Jeff did talk about was apparently they did the interview with her first and they fell in love with her personality. And then when they finally saw her, they were like, oh my gosh, you're actually like a jacked athlete too. So not only does she have the the personality and the, the person ability to get along with people, um, when she showed up and they finally got to see her, she's like, yeah, I've done modeling. I'm a I'm fit. I'm ready to go. You know, I think she's got uh, all the tools that can make for a great game, but that can sometimes also paint a target on your back. So she's got to be careful to walk the line. 
Speaking of personality, I really like the last guy on the Healer's Tribe. His name's Mike Zahalski from Parkland, Florida. He's 43. Um, oldest guy in the cast. Dr. Mike, they're already calling him. Prepare for Jeff to be calling him that all the time, I'm sure. He named his kid after Ethan from Survivor, the soccer player. I always talk about Ethan. I was so excited that in his interview, he finally mentioned how uh, Ethan was his idol, because Ethan might be my idol, too. He, d- he describes himself as having verbal diarrhea. So that's fun. I, I really think this guy's going to be like David Wright, basically, from a couple seasons ago, where you're going to be rooting like crazy for him as a viewer, but he's just going to be kind of shooting himself in the foot all the time. See, I didn't, I didn't quite get the likability of da- uh, that David had. Um, I think Dr. Mike is a little bit less personable. Maybe he's not. Maybe I got the total wrong impression from what I was looking at. But it's hilarious. He is a, a sexual dysfunction therapist, a urologist that specializes in sexual dysfunction, which is hilarious. Those, you think he helps write those commercials? Uh, he certainly doesn't do the uh, the screenplay because those are terrible. And he seems way too smart to do things like put beds in the center of rooms or tubs on the top of mountains. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I would say I immediately thought of David as well, but I don't think he's going to have that same charm that David had. I don't know what he's up to at Ponderosa, but Simone says that uh, he's got to stop trying to psychoanalyze me. He's just observing everybody and trying to do the detached objective psychologist kind of thing. I don't know why he thinks that's a good approach because nobody likes their psychiatrist, but that's what he's doing and he's not making any friends. He's not smiling. He's not warm. He's not friendly. And I just need him to stop getting in my business. (laughs) Other people were more positive. But that was just from a picture or was that an interaction she had with him? That's just, I mean, I guess it's from walking around him silently at Ponderosa. I don't know. Mm, Interesting. Oh, so that's the Healers Tribe, Jessica, Rourke, Cole, Joe, Desi, and Mike. Who's your favorite? My favorite? I think I talked you up enough already. I picked Desi. I really see Desi being able to mesh well with anybody and just carry her own. She seems like she has that fun personality. She was always smiling in her interviews. Um, just overall, I think a great person to get in an alliance with. I think Desi's my favorite too. I, I really like Jessica a lot. And someone, I think it was either Ashley or... Rourke described Jessica as a Sunday brunch type where like you would bring her to Sunday brunch with your mom and you don't want to sit next to Sunday brunch at the final. That's what they said. But I think Desi's my favorite. But at the same time, we all loved Mari Takahashi a couple seasons ago and she was the first one out. So mm-hmm. who knows, man? What about your least favorite? My least favorite. Um, this probably isn't the popular pick. We just talked about him, Dr. Mike. I think Dr. Mike is a little bit too quirky, more so than uh, Rourke. Rourke? I don't know how you say her name. <laughs> I think it's Rourke. Rourke? I think Mike is a little bit quirkier than her, so I don't see him sticking around if they lose there. Especially if they lose the first challenge. Maybe if he has a little time to grow on people. He can outpace Rourke, but I don't see Mike making it too far. Yeah, to extend my David comparison, he overthought everything, and this guy describes himself as an overthinker too, and that's just so hard to watch when people do that on this game. So I'm not super confident in him either, but it's definitely between him and Rourke uh, as far as who's on the bottom of this tribe, I think. 
What about wild card? Who do you think has the widest range of possibility on this drive? I think this one, in the true sense of wild card, I know my last wild card, I thought of it more as a second place. Um, this time, it could, it could go really well or it could go really poor for Cole. I think Cole could intimidate people with his eight-pack, but if they get to know him, the guy lives out of a car and he hikes and he doesn't want to be tied down and he's free-spirited and he does wilderness therapy with kids, I think he has enough endearing qualities that he could go far, but... At the same time, he might just intimidate the piss out of people. I think Joe's my wild card. I feel like Cole's the kind of guy who's guaranteed to at least make it to the merge just because he's white and buff. And Joe, it seems like he could get voted out first because he tries to build a spy shack in the middle of the camp. Or he could make it all the way to the end by just backstabbing and being crazy the whole time. I don't know. This is a this is an interesting tribe. I Jeff says this is the one that made everything come together, and I don't know. This is definitely an interesting one because it's nominally a group of people who help heal, you know, a nurse, a social worker, a therapy guide, a probation officer, which people argued could have been a hustler, I guess, but, uh, you know, his he views his job more as keeping people on the right track and building their life again. So, you know, physical therapist, urologist, it's it's in the survivor sense of the word, It'll be interesting to see how healers learn to hustle, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think um, we'll get more into it in the Hustler uh, preview pod, but um, Hustler in this sense has a totally different meaning, which I think is a very interesting take. So uh, we have that to look forward to, to discuss our takes on what we think of as Hustlers and how Hustlers act. Yeah, I mean, Um, you know my opinion, though. Every theme is, is, is BS, and... The show is just a waiting game until the theme goes away and people just start playing and they stop acknowledging it. Yeah, until you, so you finally get to know people and their storylines develop. When you get down to 12 people, when you get down to 10 people, something like that, you're really going to know who these people are and you're not going to care that they were a hero, a healer, or a hustler. Yeah, and I've said this a lot too over the last few months that I also think that dividing it into three tribes helps a lot to get to know people quickly. And I, a lot of credit to Josh Wiggler at The Hollywood Reporter, too, for making me feel like I know a lot of these people already before the show has even started. So I think the theme is even going to be less essential this year than it usually is. Yeah, I think we're definitely in a good spot um, for this season. I think this season, right now, from all the, all the stuff I'm reading, I'm very much hyped on this season. And the excitement and the storylines and the people they got, it seems like a good cast. It almost does feel like, as you alluded to, a Millennials versus Gen X type cast that I think we're going to like most, if not all people. Um, maybe with the exception of Simone, but you know she might be the most entertaining. So Yeah, I didn't that. mention this in the Heroes preview, but it starts Wednesday, September 27th. So we'll have one more preview with the Hustlers and possibly one more podcast before the season starts after that. Not sure yet. We'll keep you posted. But that's the heroes. That's the healers. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
Foxworthy Podcast.